Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, aka The Curious Girl. Now, just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. All right, here we go. between heat and radiant heat, then your whole freaking pussy is radiating. That's what it feels like to me when, when I have a G-spot orgasm. When I use the dildo, I'm going to try to make it as realistic to a penis as I can. It's pussy training this week. It's like, I'm, it's all about training the pussy. You got to train your pussy. You know, this week, pussy, it's, it's G-spot. Listen, guys, I think he wants me to pee on him. <laughs> end up peeing on him at some point. I'm telling you. Hey guys, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, your host. And today I want to jump right in. First thing I want to ask is, did you listen to last Saturday's episode of interview with a prostitute or my first time with a prostitute part one? Did you catch that? Oh my gosh, I have been getting so much feedback. It's all positive. I'm so excited because part two is coming out next Saturday. I can't wait. Or this coming Saturday. Yes, part two. Oh my gosh. Was Aubrey like the bomb or what? She just brought it. What a great interview. By the way, I want to point out, guys, she did not know what I was going to ask her, which I love. That's the way I like to be interviewed. Some people just don't want it that way. I, it's really their preference. If they want to come on the show, I'm going to do whatever they want. She was just like, no, yeah. I mean, hey, you're asking me about me. Her answers weren't going to change. So she just, she was ready. I cannot wait to release part two on Saturday. Make sure you listen to it. And if you haven't listened to it, you got to go back and hear the first one. It's just really good. And the second part gets even better because we haven't even gotten into the questions from the text group, my additional questions. And then she really gets into, I mean, she really blew me away with decriminalization versus legalization of prostitution. This woman knows her stuff. She's a sharp cookie. She's hot as shit. And, you know, she's sexy. She's in control of her own destiny. I mean, really, I was really, really impressed with her. And I love, love the interview that we did. So go listen to it. And definitely, you're going to want to leave me a great review on iTunes, which by the way, the contest for this month, guys, is not only do you win an iPad for a brand new iTunes review, but you will win a call with me, a 30-minute phone call, and you can have that. We can do a video call if you'd like, and I'll send you a copy of it. Of course, that's private for you. You are not allowed to distribute that or show my face because I'm trying to keep it under wraps, as you guys know, until I start my Patreon. But I think that's a real fun little bonus. And I would love, I'm excited that I get to talk to somebody. This is going to be very fun. We'll talk about whatever you want. So all you have to do, guys, is go to iTunes and leave me a review, snap a picture of it before you hit the send button, and then you can email me a copy to be entered at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com. 
All right. So I have some good questions I want to get into before I kind of get into the nuts and bolts. I want to answer a few viewer questions before I get into the nuts and bolts of the podcast today. I'm going to be talking about my masturbation, some kinky little things that I didn't know about Mr. Big. (laughs) This is kind of fun stuff. I love it when you learn something new about somebody that you've known forever. I'm like, what? How come you never told me this? I was just like, you're a freaking kinkster. Anyway, I'll get into that and a few more things, a few more little surprises. I have a little trip coming up, so I want to tell everybody about that. Okay. And of course, I'm covering my masturbation and we're going to get into details about that because, whew, did I have a fun little session today? All right. So let's get into, I'm going to play, I have a voicemail that I thought was really interesting. Again, I get interesting voicemails and I think I've actually played one from this gentleman before. But I will play this now. This is from Thomas. Hi, Layla. Thomas from Wisconsin here again. Thank you, as always, for being so kind and generous as to respond to these. My question for you today is when you speak of you're kind of always in that mode of looking for not necessarily perfect, but wonderful uh, friends with benefits situations. I couldn't help but recall that when you were speaking of Cowboy Ann and some of the adventures that you'd gone on, your voice sounded different. Your demeanor was different. You were really very emotionally invested in that. And it's obvious to see that. Do you think that as you proceed and you're kind of wondering where you'll be at the end of this process of being the curious girl, do you think that the emotional toll at some of these connections might become too much for you that you won't be able to continue? Or as you said today, in today's podcast, how you've got that male mentality of being able to kind of go next and on to the next adventure. I'm just kind of interested in hearing your perspective on that. Thanks again. You're great. Well, thank you, Thomas. I like that question because it kind of sparked a bunch of things in me, you know, first of all, yes, I mean, obviously you can tell the difference, you know, like, and Thomas, you haven't gone, I don't think you've gone all the way back. You haven't heard me talk about BE. You haven't heard me interact with Clark. There's, you know, there's different interviews with different guys and you can tell like, you know, I do light up obviously depending on to whom I'm referring. And certainly the guys that I have more of a connection with that where we've gone beyond a friends with benefits level. And those would be people like obviously Cowboy N, B.E. Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Dot com and click on be on the show. Clark, hope I didn't miss anybody. Oh, uh, D, uh, it just, you, it goes deeper than that. And so that question about where am I going and, and who am I becoming? I still wonder that, to be honest with you. I mean, 
You know, maybe we don't get that answer to that question until we're dead, quite frankly. I mean, I don't know. I'm not really sure. I just, I was a little worried about, I think when I started all this, the Pandora's box that I might be opening, things I wasn't prepared for, didn't know that were coming. Certainly, I've already hit those things. You know, there's been huge changes in my life, massive changes. I said, if you, I don't want to give all this stuff away because I I don't think you've gone all the way back, Thomas. What I would recommend you do is you go back to the beginning and follow the whole thing. You will catch the evolution. You will see that I've already kind of been through a lot of these things that you're, that you might be thinking, "Uh uh-oh, what if this happens or what if that happens? Shit has happened, Thomas. I mean, it's just like everybody else. I put my pants on one day at a time. I get dealt some of life's things that just, you know, that we all go through and it's hard. And then you're managing relationships and casual relationships. And then you'll have these deep connections with people and loves. And it is a lot, but I, and I don't think that my inclination to be a little more masculine about handling relationships is like something that makes me like stone cold or anything like that. It used to before I really understood and appreciated, I guess, maybe how to manage it and what it was there for and how I through really the, the deep relationships that I've had along the way to really helped me, I guess, bring that wall down. So it's already down. But I also know when that masculine kind of I'm just here to fuck mentality works for me. And I am very decent at straddling the fence of that. I appreciate and know that not everybody that you see has to be this perfect Disney princess fairy tale bullshit. That just doesn't happen very often. But along the way, just like everybody out there dating, you meet certain people, you cross paths with certain people, and they change you. You know, their influence leaves a mark on you. And while you may not have them, you only maybe get them for a certain amount of time, it's still relevant and it's still important. And you move on, you know, you can move on with a continue to function and do what you need to do, even if you have a broken heart or you're a little bit sad or you're missing someone. I just appreciate things for what they are, I guess. And not to put some label on women, but I think a lot of women, they're in that search for the one, you know, that mode. And I have nothing against that. Like, I love the one, you know, I love all that. I love the feeling when you're with that person, what that brings up. And I also love the casual relationships that I have with someone that's just fun and, you know, we're in the moment and I can appreciate all of it. So what I think where I'm lucky is that I get the opportunity, the way I'm wired to accept and appreciate all of it for truly for what it is. And I don't try to stick a square peg in a round hole. I know when somebody's just going to be a friends with benefits or a fuck buddy or whatever you want to call it. That doesn't mean that they're downgraded. This just like, I just understand what my role is for them, and what their role is for me. And, and instead of trying to like, oh, make this guy be something that he's not for me, that I just accept what it is. I don't know. I thought that was a good question. I really did. And I'm not, I will be where I'm supposed to be the end of all this. And I just, the only slight downside is when you get hooked on a certain thing and person, you know, sexually. And then to not have that is a drag. But we've all been through it and it's just life. So I hope that answers your question. Like I said, I go through my like 
boohoo moments. And I don't, it's the full feeling of emotions, as you can imagine. I'm not made of like kryptonite or anything like that. So I hope I don't give that impression. That's not certainly not not the way I want to come off. I just happen to be very pragmatic and accepting when it comes to when something is what it is, I will see it. I'm not going to try to pretend it is something else. So, all right. I hope that answer. I know. Sorry. I kind of went off on that one because I really wanted to answer that and I couldn't do it. And I felt like other people would benefit from it too. Because I know there's people that aren't really sure about how to balance casual relationships and things like that. You know, you just, some of them are going to be casual and some of them won't. And they're all great. And just be accepting and excited that you cross paths with people that you like and enjoy and get to have some great sex with. All right. That's that one. Okay. Let's see what's up next here. Oh, I've got some really good questions that I want to answer from just emails that have come in. So I'm going to start with Sean. He says, hi, Layla, love your show. I was going to send you this via your text group, but I didn't want it to get lost in the traffic. I have a suggestion. Have you ever considered asking your audience for personal experiences based on a topic you want to discuss? For example, if you asked your listeners for good and bad stories about threesomes, I tell you about what happened with me that was both the best sexual experience of my life and also the worst. Thanks for what you do, Sean. Sean, I do. Yes, I do do that, by the way. And it's usually through my text group. So (laughs) I know you thought you'd get lost in the traffic, but you will not. If you want to join the text group, you can do that. Let me see. I shoot. See, I don't have the number up on the top of my head. Listen to some of my other episodes or Sean, email me. You know what? Never mind, Sean. I will email you back and I will give you the text number if you want to join. But to answer your question, since I'm reading it out to everybody. Yes, I use the text group and I do ask them questions. As an example, when, you know, I do, I'll ask them questions. I've had one of my text group members, actually, we did a podcast together and he's the one that he's probably going to just die because I mentioned this is every time. This is the highlight of the episode, but he... We're talking about some sexual experiences he had. He had 52 chopsticks in his ass. Not the wood kind. Those would splinter. He The plastic kind. But he went and saw a dominatrix and she put 52 chopsticks in his ass. And he had some great stories. I love talking to talking to you guys. And absolutely, yes, I love getting your stories. What it's easier for me to do because it's a smaller group there is pull the text group. I'll say, you know, I'll ask them, hey, Give me your funny sex stories or ask a question. I get back all these great answers. Last week, you know, before I had Aubrey come on the show, I asked them, hey, I'm going to have a sex worker. I'm interviewing her. What should I ask? So it gives everybody the opportunity to interact with the guests that are coming on. So really, it's kind of uh, something you might want to consider joining. All right. And I pull people and when I have interesting things I want to talk about. And you guys also spark my interest in what I should talk about, too. So absolutely, I love the ideas that I get from you guys. Okay, next is from Andres. 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 So Layla, this morning I learned about you and this cool, sexy project of yours. Read a bit. I listened to a couple of your podcasts and thought, hmm, I wonder where the fuck has this delicious, curious girl been all my life? So I just wanted to say hi. You're a breath of fresh air. I can't wait to get to know you better. These diaries are an awesome idea. Here you are, a real friendly woman openly sharing the nitty gritty of her sex life. Doesn't get any better. Love, Andres. P.S. 
I'm from a faraway country and I speak Spanish. So if my grammar looks weird, it's because I'm a foreigner, not a moron, okay? (laughs) Well, Andreas, you actually have perfect grammar. Kudos to you. You You have much better grammar than a lot of the grammar I've seen when English is their first language. Okay. So don't, you know, no te preocupes. It's you're perfect and uh, mucho gusto. I'm really glad you're listening and please keep listening. If you want to send me some emails in Spanish, I will do my best, my love, to respond to you in Spanish. I would love to practice and then you can correct my grammar. Okay. But my spelling and my grammar is pretty good. My editor actually is in Mexico. So I do practice with him every once in a while. And I was on Apple. I was called Apple Help or Apple Support the other day. And the the guy was bilingual. And so we spoke in Spanish for a little bit just so I could practice. So I'm not getting enough practice anymore. So if you want to email me in Spanish, I will do my best to respond. Okay, love. Thank you. Thanks so much. I'm really glad you're liking the show. Keep listening. I suggest you go back to the beginning and start at episode one because it's a big adventure. It's There's been a lot of stuff. <laughs> so you don't want to miss that. And it's almost kind of like, it's almost like you're jumping ahead to the end of the movie. It's not the end, guys. I'm just saying you're coming in like at year five of the movie. Go back to year one. All right. Next one is from Michaela. Michaela. Hi, I found your podcast after you interviewed Venus about cuckolding. I just want to say I love your voice, attitude, and energy. Your podcast is simply amazing. I'm a hot wife from Finland in my mid-30s. I've been with my husband for 10 years now. We first tried swinging six years ago and played a couple of times that year. The problem was I was jealous and my husband was enjoying watching me more than being with another woman. We felt it wasn't for us, but luckily we found out how hot wifing is and how it could be better for our dynamic. After our first time with a single male, we both knew there was no turning back. I think you should interview an experienced hot wife on your podcast. It's super empowering for us and a fantastic way to deepen your relationship. It's also a great way to hook up with these amazing men without anyone getting hurt. Win, win, win. Hope to hear from you more and keep recording. Also, enjoy life and all it has to offer. Michaela. Well, thanks, Michaela. I'm so excited. Yes, Trust me, there's a lot of stuff on my list for things and topics to interview about. I'm really bumping up the interviews. I have real fun, exciting guests coming on. And I love the suggestion for a hot wife because there's certainly, I definitely want to get into that. I want to get into swingers. I mean, I want to, it's just all this stuff that I want to bring forward. And I certainly can't be the expert in all of it because I'm not, you know, I'm just doing my own thing here and I try different things and I always run back and tell you guys about it. You know, you're my confidants here. I love to share with you guys, but I can't do it all, right? So I definitely need people to come on and share their experiences. I'm always up for that. And guys, anybody that thinks they want to be on the show or that has a good idea, do not be shy. Write in, pitch it to me. Just say, hey, I think you should have me as a guest on your show and tell me why. Just email me, curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com and I will consider it for sure. I'm in that mode. So doors are wide open. Okay, so... Now, update on me. My March Masturbation Madness is going great. I got my new toys. Uh, Let's see, what did I get? I got, and I don't know if I mentioned this on a previous podcast. Don't know. I really wanted to, to spend this week, which I have been doing, 
working my G-spot. It's an area that for me has been, it's sort of hit or miss, it's elusive. Like I can get in there and do it. I can use my fingers to get it. And sometimes guys can get it with their dicks. It just depends on who the guy is and how good he is. Guys can get it with their fingers sometimes. Again, it just depends. Sometimes guys are too rough. You know, it's not always about being rough with it. It's about kind of like the pressure inside there and just hitting the right spot. So obviously it's my body. I can feel it and and react to it. So what I did was I got this vibrator that has, you know, goes inside you and the piece inside that sits on your G spot vibrates. And then it has a little, um, it has a little thing that's supposed to hit your clit, but it's very strange because it's not high enough to hit your clit. And it's not like there's a huge gap between the opening of my vagina to where my clit is, but it's really not ergonomically correct. It's funny. I've had that problem with toys. There's either they're too too wide, their distance too big, or their distance too short. So anyway, but I can still feel some of the vibration kind of around my clit. So that's fine. It's stimulating. But really having that vibration inside of me, oh my gosh, today, I just, today I was loving all over myself. Let me just tell you, I got some really great orgasms today with that toy. And I was texting with someone earlier as well. And he said, it's just a guy that I'm, I'm chatting with. And he, I think listens to the show. So he may recognize that I'm referencing him. We're supposed to meet. We're supposed to meet. We're trying to hook up our schedules just to meet, see if there's any chemistry. But he asked me, well, so what were you fantasizing or what were you thinking about in order to get you there or whatever? And truthfully, because I'm so, it's not one of those areas that is always a home run for me. I, and I want to get better at it. So I take, it means I really have to focus on it. The truth is I'm not thinking about a damn thing. I clear my head and I'm literally just feeling all the sensations that as they're coming in, I'm just focused hundred percent on the sensation that I'm getting. And it's amazing. Like when you really just pay attention, which sounds so strange, right? You think you'd be paying attention. But the truth is, you know, if I'm watching porn or I'm fantasizing, my mind isn't fully focused on what my body is receiving. So this is really nice. It's almost like if I'm in subspace where my head's clear, that's just somebody clear in my head. And that's amazing. But I can clear it. I'm really doing my best to clear it while I'm doing my G-spot masturbation this week, because then I can feel it. And when I'm feeling all those sensations, and I'm just fully engaged and in tune with it, like literally my, I'm feeling my when I'm clenching down harder, how that makes me react. And then the feedback I get from that stimulus, like when I'm really, really, it's almost like when I really, really want to come, like I just clench down on the toy and feeling the vibration because there's the vibrating is right on the G spot at the end of the toy. Oh my God, it's so good. And I'll literally get to this place where I'm like, I'm so close and I'm just like, okay, how am I going to get over the hump? Because I'm going crazy right now. I'm going crazy. And then I just sit there and like, literally like I'll look and I'll watch and I'll feel it and see it. And my legs are shaking my breathe. You know, I changed my breathing, you know, to make it different. And it's, oh man. And so anyway, the minute I had the first one, didn't take me very long, but the minute I had the first one, I was ready for the next one. I mean, like it literally, I thought, okay, I'm going to be done. Right. So I stopped. I was just like, okay, that's that. And and, oh my God, like right now, just talking about it, 
I'm throbbing. My pussy's throbbing right now. It just, but, but the weird thing was, it's like, it almost, it, the G-spot orgasms literally ignite you from your clitoris all the way down into your pelvis. Like that whole area is just throbbing and sensitive and on fire and Oh my God. So I, I was, I was ready to have another one. I'm like, wait a minute. I took the toy out. I was like, Hey, I can, I'm ready for another one. So this time I was like, okay, I'm going to, because that little nubby thing that they have on there just isn't really doing it. I'm going to do both. I'm going to do, I'm going to stimulate my clip, but I'm not going to let me, so I'm not going to come from my clip, but I'm going to stimulate my clip with the vibrator and use then the toy inside of me on my G spot. Well, it just didn't take long again because that whole area is like, on fire. I mean, it's like everything is firing and all the nerves are just like zing, zing, zing. It, oh, it's so good. It is so good, guys. Man, it's good. And ladies, if you if you haven't had a G-spot orgasm, I mean, there's got to be, just Google it. Like Google it. I know there's there's got to be videos and stuff. Even I think you porn has educational stuff. Watch it. Like, you know, go and watch that stuff because man, it's it's really something. I mean, it's a different sensation. If I had to describe the two, so when I'm having an orgasm from just clitoral, it's easier. And of course it feels really great, but there's something about the way the G-spot almost like, imagine a stove and you turn one burner on and that burner is effective. You're going to get that water boiling. But if you turn on, imagine the heat that comes out when you turn on all the burners and the stove at the same time. It's like, whoa. Then it's the difference between heat and radiant heat. Then your whole freaking pussy is radiating. That's what it feels like to me when, when I have a G-spot orgasm. So I'm like, Ooh, this is a good week. This is, and I'm, we're only, you know, I'm only at the beginning of the week. I am going to, this is going to be a really good week for me because it's all G-spot this week. So I'm super excited. So I'm going to practice just with my fingers and that toy. And, and then I'll try to, I'm going to try to you know, I'll try to do it with the dildo, which I can do with a dildo, but I haven't done that. I haven't practiced with a dildo in a while. So I'll do it with a dildo. And I'm going to try to kind of like, this is going to sound funny, but I'm going to try to make it when I use the dildo, I'm going to try to make it as realistic to a penis as I can. Like I'm not going to cheat and put a lot of pressure. Cause of course, if I put enough pressure with a dildo and dildos are stiff, stiffer than penises are generally, I can do it, but I'm going to try to make it kind of, um, you know, a little more penis-esque, penis-like. <laughs> so I can really like train. I mean, it's pussy training this week. It's like, I'm, it's all about training the pussy. You got to train your pussy. You know, this week, pussy, it's it's G-spot. Okay, G-spot. So pussy's got the memo and I'm going for it. <laughs> all right. I hope you uh, enjoyed that little update there. Um, last week I did some porn and stuff like that. But this week, no porn. I've just got to be in the right. It's just all headspace and G-spot. Okay. Now, let's see here. Oh, let me talk about where I'm not doing so well is, well, I won't say I'm not doing well. I went through this thing just like I would say in the past, I guess maybe three weeks where I've been, this is not going to sound nice, but it's not meant to not be nice. I have been not very interested in the men I'm meeting lately. And I don't know why. Like, I'm just going through this phase where everything is kind of the guys, I'm not clicking, you know, I'm just like, eh, I'm not getting that vibe, you know, and I need chemistry and I won't just go and fuck somebody for the sake of fucking. I could, but 
I don't want to ugly fuck. That's an episode I had. I think it's somewhere between one and 10. It's in there. Go look it up. Ugly fucking. I don't want to ugly fuck. I want there to be good friends with benefits dynamics. I don't want one offs. I don't want two offs. I mean, that's just, that's a waste of my time. Don't fucking waste my time. It's bullshit. I'm not trying to waste anybody's time. If I fuck you, it's because I think that there's a potential that we could have a good friends with benefits relationship. So I'm not looking for one-offs. I like to get to know somebody's body. I want them to know my body. That's how the sex gets hot. I mean, it's so hard to just have the first time you have sex, just to have it be phenomenal. That's just usually not the case. I find that it gets better over time. Every once in a while, you hit that unicorn, you know, that once in a lifetime or, you know, twice in a lifetime where chemistry is instant and it's bomb from the get-go and it's always bomb. But again, I'm realistic. That doesn't happen very often. And that's fine. You know, I know that, but I don't know what it is lately. I just can't. It's like, nobody's really lighting my fire. And I don't know. I'm just like, I'm also going through this thing where, again, this is going to sound awful, but I'm just going to say it. I'm going to, I'm not going to be, someone wants to judge this, they can judge it. Guys, I'm noticing a discrepancy between guys my age, which I love guys my age, but a lot of guys my age are not keeping themselves up. And I don't know, you know, and I'm just like, I can't get into it. And I'm not trying to be superficial, but I need chemistry and I need attraction. I mean, that's sort of like standard. That's a basic. You've got to be attracted to somebody if you want them sticking their dick in you. I mean, I don't know. It's funny. I'm looking at myself right now. I say that. I can't wait for, cannot wait for Patreon to be up because you guys, when you see me, As I'm saying this right now, like there has to be an attraction. <laughs> I'm sitting here. It's a no makeup day. My hair is pulled up in a, you know, like in a little top knot bun. And <laughs> but anyway, I still think I can pull that off, though. Okay, let me just say, you, I'll let you guys be the judge. I'll let my patrons be the judge when they see me. They'll, they maybe they'll be like, no, no, Layla, listen, you, we hate to break this day, but you're really not pulling it off the way you think you are. And hey, that might be your opinion. I'm happy to stay in my little bubble and feel like I'm looking good. I feel good. And I just, you know, I need to be attracted to the other person. And I haven't been feeling that spark. It's been like, he's okay looking, you know? I mean, I love that. Like, oh, he's, oh, he's hot. You know, I love that feeling where you're like, oh, he's hot. He said, I want to fucking rip his clothes off. I can't wait to fuck him. You know, just like, oh, I want to touch that skin. I want to feel that man on me. I want to ride that dick, you know, (laughs) all the things that get me going. I need that. So attraction has to be there. And anyway, Yeah, it's awful. And I hate when I have to tell somebody and I'm always polite about it, you know, but I say, I'm sorry, you know, I just don't feel the chemistry. It's just my polite way of saying, I just don't feel the attraction. I'm not attracted to you. And that's how it goes. Uh, Anyway, so Socks invited me over for a male, female, male. And, you know, I'm just not even, I'm hesitating on that because it appeals to me. But here's the thing. Quite frankly, I just rather fuck him by himself. I don't trust the vibe is going to be right between him and a buddy. I'm worried that it's going to be more like one of those, let's, hey, bitch, suck my cock, tag team. You want to recreate some porno scene. And that's not the type of male, female 
male I want to have. What The male female male I want to have is, it is, it's erotic and it's hot and everybody's attractive and everybody's, attra- you know, it's hot for each other. The guys don't have to be hot for each other, but both of them are seriously fucking hot for me. And it's just a big old free for all. And I don't need some guy pulling the, it's not about pulling a train on me or making me a slutty bitch. Trust me, I'll bring my best slut, slutty self to the scene, but I'm not looking for the derogatory suck my cock and gag on it, bitch, or I don't want any of that talk. I want some super good chemistry and I want some really hard dicks. And you got to be able to do the DP and socks. I don't think said him and his friend, they don't do the DP. You know, they'll do the London Bridge stuff. Well, that's great. You know, suck my dick while I'm fucking, while they're fucking me. I want to be DP. So unless you, you got to get over your phobia about dicks touching or swords touching, it's going to happen. Who cares? I understand if it's a limit for you, it's a limit, but that's what I want. I want the DP. I want it. Yeah. I want two guys fucking ram, you know, railing me. That's what I want. (laughs) So, but I think maybe I'll just revisit, I could revisit the socks thing with a solo session. I'm good with that. He does have a good stroke game. So that can be fun. All right. Oh, Here's a fun thing on the horizon. I think I'm going to go to Florida next month. A friend of mine, she's considering moving out there. So she says, do you want to go? She's so over California. And to be honest with you, I'm a little over it too. So I'm kind of going out there with an open mind. I'm a yes girl. I love adventure. I wouldn't mind moving. I've always lived in California, always been on the here. And so maybe it's time for a change. I don't know. Not saying I would move, but not saying that I won't. I'm going out there. She wants to move. I mean, she's just dying to put her house on the market and go. And so I said, I'll go with you. Right. So (laughs) she knows you don't have to do much to get me to want an adventure. I love adventures. I love new things. And I wouldn't mind. I seriously would not mind moving. I'm I'm over California. I just, all this bullshit. Our governor is just run amok. I mean, nothing's that permanent. You know, you could always move back worst case scenario, but I'm just, maybe it's because I haven't been able to travel and I've just got the itch and I just need a change of pace and I'm kind of ready for some fun. You know, I love adventures. So we'll see. Not making any promises, but I'm going to go out there, like I said, with an open mind and maybe I can see, maybe I can like plan ahead and maybe do a couple little rendezvous or something while I'm out there. Although she doesn't know about the podcast, so I don't know how I'd get away. Hmm. I'll have to think about that, but that'd be kind of fun, wouldn't it? If I go out there and just do like a vacation hookup, that might be be able to do that. You know what? You know, Ooh, I got an idea. I'm brewing an idea. I'm hatching a plan. I could have, I could talk to some guys ahead of time and I'd have to really do a good job. I'd probably have to do some video calls with them to say, okay, yes, chemistry is good. Then I could have them secretly bump into me at a bar or a place I know we're going. And then, then I could hook it up because then it'd be okay. Be like, Hey, I like this guy. Think I'm gonna, you know, go knock one off with him. <laughs> I have not done that seriously. Like, just like a bar hookup. I don't even really know if I ever did a bar. Yes, I have done a bar hookup. What am I saying? But it's only been a few times. I think maybe twice where I've just met a guy and like gone home and fucked him. I've been pretty conservative, guys. As much as as wild as I am and as fun as I am, I have spent the better part of my twenties and earlier years and all that being very conservative and just mismanners. And you do, this is how you do it. You do this and you don't do that. Thank God I took that stick out of my ass a long time ago. And so I'm able to do the fun things and come and tell you about them. 
Okay. So that's fun. And plus I'd love a suntan. I'd really love a get a little suntan. Not on my face, of course. No, no, not on the moneymaker. No, 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 no. We have to preserve this. <laughs> but I wouldn't mind some tan lines and wear, oh, I could wear my new bathing suit. Ooh, I got a cute one. It's got little strawberries all over it. Okay. Oh, kinky update about Mr. Big. Oh my gosh, this is so funny. So you know how you think you know somebody, right? I mean, for those of you that have been with the same partner for a long time, I've known Mr. Big forever. And we haven't always been together, but you know, it's, but just I've known him forever and in a sexual capacity, right? And so it's funny because one time he said to me, like, I don't even remember what it was, something that he didn't realize, or maybe he didn't realize I was gone or out of town. Or I don't I don't know what it was. He's just like, well, I'm just really surprised because, you know, we always tell each other everything. Like that was what he said. And I was like, well, yeah, we do. So I had a chance to use that line on him when it came out that he was with, they had a girlfriend who liked to pee on him and he would let her <laughs> and he's tasted it. And it was like, get the fuck out. You are a kinkster and you've been hiding this from me this whole time. What are you talking about? Listen, guys, I think he wants me to pee on him. (laughs) I think I'm going to end up peeing on him at some point. I'm telling you, I didn't. I so I haven't peed on him yet. But what I did do is so I love how he just like innocently like brings this up and then winds his way into. So can you send me a picture of you peeing? And I was like, you want to send me pee? And he was, yeah, he wanted to see me pee. So I was like, all right, I mean, fine. If that's what you want, I don't care. So I snapped a picture of me peeing. And of course, I look at it first because I'm not just going to send some picture without checking it out and making sure, you know, it's not weird looking. Of course, I mean, it is me peeing. But surprisingly, I was like, oh, you know what? That looks good. That doesn't look bad. I was really proud of the stream. The stream was like, I have this like, I have this perfect, Fountain, this perfect, like picture perfect stream. It's not spraying all everywhere, loosey goosey. I mean, like even my pea stream is like princess perfect. I love it. I was like, ooh, that is kind of sexy. That's kind of hot. So I sent it to him and he, of course, just loved it. I think he was jacking off and I think he came to it. But <laughs> yes, I'm getting into piss play, apparently. I don't know. We'll see. I don't think I want anybody peeing on me, but I would, if he wants me to pee on him, I'll pee on him. I mean, in the shower, I think it'd be the best way to do it would be my guess. It's easier, but yeah, you know, I'm going to have friends that like it and they say the shower is a great place to do it. So, Hey, I'll keep you guys posted. Next time I pee on someone, I'm, I'm going to bet dollar to a donut. It's going to be Mr. Big, Mr. Big. You got a hot, fresh pee coming your way. <laughs> I'll make sure I drink a lot of water to make it really good for him. (laughs) The other thing that he's really fixated on right now, and I've just got to make happen because he's like, I've held off from it long enough, is he wants to watch another guy fuck me and then he wants to do cleanup. So I think I may have found a guy. It's hard to find a guy that isn't it's weird. As open as you think a lot of guys would be, they'd be down for that. Like, oh yeah, I'll fuck you in front of someone, your guy and blah, blah, blah. It's not as easy to find as it sounds. So, but I think I found a guy that would be good with it and wouldn't mind if Mr. Big is sucking my clit while I'm getting fucked. And that means maybe they're going to feel his chin or his mouth a little bit. I don't know, you know, but he's not weird about it. So he's, the other guy's bisexual. And I think that would work best. Again, I totally get it. You know, like guys, 
when there's another guy involved, they have their boundaries. You guys have your boundaries. Totally understandable. But I'm really surprised at how hard it's been for me to find somebody that would be okay to the things that I want and that Mr. Big wants, because obviously, you know, this is a fantasy for him too. And so I want to make it happen. So yeah, it's just kind of weird, you know, and of course I'm the one putting it all together. So I'm the clickbait. I'm the one out there like hunting for the guy and making sure that he's down with it because quite a few guys have said, yes, I would be down with that. And then it was like, well, you know, maybe I just want to just do you, you know, it's like, no, 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 no. That's not what you're here for. Got to do the fantasy or that's it. I'm not going to disappoint him. So anyway, there you go. Guys, that's a wrap for episode 163. I hope you enjoyed it and got a little giggle out of it. I hope I have some hot, sexy stories, some fuck stories to tell you soon because I'm sorry. I just can't just right now. I don't know what's going on. You know, I'm just like "Mm," not crossing paths with anybody that's really, really like floating my boat. And that's important to me. Got to have it. Got to have that that sexual attraction. Not only that, I got to have a tall guy. And I feel I turn away a lot of good looking, really good looking, really, really good looking guys that are just not in my tall criteria. The other thing I need is that tall masculine thing. I can't, it's like, I need that to get off. I really do. I got to have a guy that's a certain height. I don't, it's called a kink. I mean, but I'm really stuck on it. Like I will turn away really, really gorgeous guys and with great fucking, probably like 5% body fat. I mean, just 8% or something, you know, just like really ripped, ugh, gorgeous specimens of men, but they're not tall enough, you know? And I'm like, oh God, it's so it's for my little niche, it's really hard to find. So but I'm sticking to it. And I find that that's what works for me. And I know my physical type and I'm going to, that is the one thing I can't sort of like shake, you know, I can't shake it off. So anyway, all right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. Don't forget guys, leave me a review on iTunes, snap a picture of it, send it in and you can win a new iPad and a 30 minute phone call with me, video call if you want it. All right. Love you guys. Everybody stay safe. And don't forget, tune in this Saturday for part two of my first time with a prostitute. All right. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend and make sure you're following me on social media. Also, go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com and join my subscribers only list for access to exclusive content. And as usual, questions or comments, you can always email me at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com.